Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited, Impacting Jamaica, in collaboration with the Association of Christian Communicators and Media, in this episode speaks with Apostle Dr. Richard Keane, who is the pastor of Family Church on the Rock, Montego Bay. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Thank you ever so much, Celia. It's my honor and my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. Okay, so tell me about your, um, I guess a lot of us know about Family Church on the Rock, but what they don't know is the kind of outreach that the church has been involved in. So could you tell me just a little bit about Family Church on the Rock and then you go into your outreach? Okay, so um, Family Church on the Rock has been in existence for 33 years now. That's how long we have been around. And um, the truth is that we have been doing different types of, of ministry. Uh, we do community work. We do work in the, in the schools. And um, we did street ministry. We have done all of this in the 33 years. Um, currently, we are in the post-COVID area. We are primarily gone back into the schools where we do devotions with the schools and we do at least two or three schools a week. Um, that's how, how extensive we are in terms of our schools ministry. We go in do the devotions with the children and also we are open to, to have counseling sessions with them if that's appropriate you know if the guidance counselor if or if something turns up and and um we we are able to do a counseling sessions with members of the school the school uh, fraternity if that's I want necessary you to stay on that point about going into the schools and school devotion because i know you know what's happening right now currently in schools yeah, 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 yeah. We watch, we all watch that video where the, the the um artistic boy was viciously beaten. We have heard about many yeah. incidents, and this is why a ministry like yours is so important. So, post COVID era, and and I noticed it since post COVID, how challenging and um any new initiative you're going into the school, but have you um like looking at a new strategy now to I mean, deal with these kind of cases coming our way? Well, you know, um, I was in another program um, where the matter of the school violence was being discussed. And um, the truth be told is that in St. James, the incident is not as high as probably in some other um, areas. Um, the schools that we go to are pretty good. And one of the things that I need to point out is this, that a lot of the schools that we go to 
are schools that are based and linked with churches. The Catholic churches. But yes. you say that that is the difference? I think so. I think it's a significant difference because, because the, the, the whole um, environment is different because um, the matter of, of God, the matter of prayers, the matter of devotional times are given a priority in these schools. And so I think it really reflects on, 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 on this. We have had one of the schools, um, which I won't name, where the principal is very, very um, insistent on one discipline. You can't come in to school any which way. Your hair has to be a certain way. Your belt has to be on. Your pants has to be a certain. And he does and ensures that devotions are done every week. And he has had a reduction, and that was a school where, where um, crime and activity, in fact, we know of serious activities that had happened in the school a couple of years ago. But since he became the principal, the whole um, incidence of crime and violence has been totally reduced. So the schools that we go into, we are not really having that kind of problem that we are seeing in so many other schools. Tell me, I know you're doing outreach. You mentioned several others. Are you a registered entity or you just have an, an official um, charity arm that you do? No, um, the, the getting a charity status is a little bit different. Um, that's a technical matter. We um, do charity work. But to be said that we are a charitable, um, recognized as a charitable organization, we have tried, and that's that's another matter. Maybe but you should talk we, about some of the, 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 the challenges getting, because that's something that other churches, they talk about the it and, 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 and so what are some of the challenges there? Well, there was a period in time when we had made application, and then the government had decided this was a couple of years ago that they were not doing any charitable organizations for churches and they just did a blanket statement. But after that, um, the change of that government, and then um, we made new applications. But there are a lot of there are a lot of challenges with just being a charitable organization, a nonprofit organization. I mean, the church itself doesn't set itself to profit, you know, but the, the requirements that are there are a bit challenging for certainly for the way that our church is structured. And, um, and so it is yet something that we are yet to achieve. However, it's we a good do... thing it doesn't stop you from doing your outreach. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, out of our own lines, we would say, um, we, we have been able to um, go into the communities and do different programs. We had programs like a summer program for the children when they're off on school. And it's a, a, a program that's called Joseph Project. And the, the concept is that the children come in and do different art forms. So for two weeks out of the summer, they come and they do different art forms. They do drama, they do singing, they do music, 
um, they themselves create little skits that they would do. And then we have a final night when everybody just does what they do. Then do they do craft also, you know. So that's one thing that we do. Every Christmas we also have what we call Balloons for Jesus, which is a kids program oriented towards the children in the community. And yes, for the church, we, we, we don't neglect our own children. Um, and, and they get a gift and they do a Christmas program. But generally speaking, we had prior to, to COVID, we had what we call a kids club where we went into the community every week and we saw maybe 20, 30 children on a Wednesday afternoon between the hours of five and six, and they would be taught Bible verses and they'd be taught other little um, principles of life as how to conduct themselves and how to relate to each other and how to relate to their parents, biblical things. And so we have had that kind of activity in the community that we are most closely related to, yeah? And um, what are some of the impact you have been seeing for, from programs like those? Oh, yes, we have had successes. We have had challenges also. We have had cases that have been very um, resistant to, to change. But I think these are just a minority. Um, most of the children, um, I think, we have done well. They are now, because the church is 33 years, we are now seeing, I go into business places and meet young ladies and young men in their 20s who were members of our kids club and five, six, seven, you know? And that's such a rewarding, um, uh, a reward to us when you go and, and you meet people who said, do you remember me, Pastor? I was at Suanso Kids Club and, and, and you can see that the impact that our teachings had on them, where they began to change and to aspire to do better than some of the things that they had encountered within the community, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's rewarding. And, and, and certainly we have seen positive changes in the children, yeah. I noticed that you, you have a lot of programs targeting children is this deliberate do you have anything for like seniors or, or adults middle years or stuff oh yes oh yes we do um concurrent with our work in the community for the children we have an adult class so the so the children will come five to six and then the adults come at seven to eight apart from that we have a monthly program where we reach out to the community and we do um, care packages for the for families. And when they come, they are also taught the word of God and taught certain principles. You know, we try to 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 encourage them how to dress. For example, if they come and they're not properly attired, we speak to them. I say, you don't leave your house and go anywhere without combing your hair. We don't want any of this kind of our tops and the bottoms. And you know how sometimes the oh, they're, oh, they're like that. some people resentful when like they think you're trying to, to tell them how to dress yes yes but i think maybe the way that we would do it um the people that we have that are working with them and how they are spoken to i don't think it's offensive i think we get a good result because when they come back the next time they have improved in how they attire themselves you know 
And this ranges right up to, to the elderly, you know? So it's families. Uh, the, the name of the church is Family Church on the Rock. And we really think that taking care of families and establishing a family unit is a very important thing. So we encourage families, you know, we have had people that we have, have been married in the community. When we met them, they were not married. And after uh, being with us for a while, they have come and requested. Yes, they're living together and having children together. Even, even trying to fix houses together. You know, they have, we're common law relationships. But after the word of God is being taught to them, they had decided that doing this is not the best. We need to do the best. And so we have even had people getting married in the community because of our outreach in the communities. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is wonderful. So, you talk about a lot of programs which are commendable, but they don't come cheap. And I'm sure it takes a lot of digging in the pocket. How do you meet this kind of budget? Um. There have been times in the past when we have had companies that have assisted us. For example, if we needed a bus um, transport for the children, there are some bus companies who would give us a very low rate. And sometimes they would even do free trips for us because of the nature of the ministry that we do. Um, when it comes to our packages for the care, most of that comes out of the church, though. Um, we have special appeals and People gift in um, to this on a monthly basis. They are told, they know that it happens every month. Could you tell me like for care packages, how many do and the budget you're looking at monthly? Um, we're looking at probably anywhere up to a hundred families um, per month. And that those family units, anywhere between three to five people, sometimes eight in a family. So the packages are done um, in respect to the, f to the families. In other words, if your family is three or four, then you get a size package. If it's eight, then there's a added, added on, you know, for the, for the size of the package. And um, uh, a package could cost maybe 2000 let's say $2,000, $3,000 for a package it contains sometimes it does contain staples it's sugar rice flour and then we do tin things and we have also given them chicken meat we, we buy the chicken and we give a family one chicken per family That's um more than, average. Man. more than three thousand yeah well well, what can I tell you? I'm not the mathematician behind the, the accounts department. The Lord, I'm probably running your you're you're right. You're, you're perfectly right. You're perfectly right. And you get donations. You know, there are people who give us donations. For example, there's a restaurant that we we buy at regularly and who does catering for us. And um, recently, when we had our thing, they gave us two bags of flour. You know. Um, there are other organizations that will give us a case of chicken. There are individuals in the church who will give you a case of chicken. Um, sometimes they will give you, you know, a case of um, toilet paper. Um, and so, so they are just, it just, I mean, God is so awesomely good to us that he really provides people 
who will gift in on a monthly basis. And sometimes the bills are a little bit more and, and it's difficult, but, but we always make it. That's the good thing. We always clear it before the next month starts. We'd have cleared the bills from the previous month. But it really comes. Yeah, yeah. God is good for us. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Grace has been part of some special moments over the years. Helping to make them, well, more memorable. Even when they're a little bit unexpected. And with 100 years of great taste behind us, you can be sure we'll be making even more moments for a hundred years to come. Grace, taste that moves you. John John, I know you're in there. I want to when lights come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Akeisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom, cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back to our podcast. Is there anything that you wish more people knew about Family Church and the Rock? People out there, sometimes they hear people saying stuff like the church, this, that, the church. And I'm sure your church gets a battering meaning, mobile and stuff. So if you could get a word out there, what would you want them to know about Family Church and the Rock in Mobile, the issues you are trying to solve? Well, I think that if I, if I, if I would, would send a message out, there's a misconception about the church, that the church has a lot of money. No, <laughs> and the church is a rich church. But you see, it's not a matter about being a rich church. It's a matter about your standard of living and what you expect people to do. I am a trained medical doctor, right? My, my wife has her doctorate in, her, in, in psychology and in, 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 um, in, in, in training, um, uh, pastoral uh, training, okay? So we have a standard of life. I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that I believe everybody should live the way that I live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, so everybody needs to have food, clothing, love, shelter. I mean, I, I can testify in the, t the years that the church has existed, there are people who were living in really what I would just call a really substandard situation. They now all own their own homes. It might be a small house. It might be a one-bedroom house done by it. one of the schemes. Eh? But their name is on it. Yes. And, and, and they have done this through genuine 
hard work. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because the mentality of a believer shifts and you begin to think differently. You begin to, to do what God says you are to do with your money. And when you do what God says you are to do with your money, God just blesses you. I mean, I have so many persons who just come and testify and say, Pastor Boy, you know, I started to tithe. And since I started to tithe, I have just been blessed of the Lord. I just get things. I just receive gifts. And it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle that if you honor the lifestyle of the scriptures, you are going to live a blessed life. You know, and it started with outreaches in the community. We were down in railway gardens, railway lane, not railway gardens, railway lane. If you know Montego Bay, we were down that side. We were down in Canterbury. We were down in um, Hard Street and, and some of the rougher areas. And out of those, we have had people who have come out and have established themselves very well in jobs and in situations where they now live. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Simply because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's, it's transforming. Really it is, you know. And so I just have to say to people at Family Church on the Rock, it's a church that um, believes that the family unit was intended by God. It believes that you can be transformed totally from who you were to what God has asked us to be, to live in righteous lifestyles. And, uh, uh, and therefore, you come away from the, the previous lifestyle into a new lifestyle. I'm going to stick to that word that just says um, being transformed. And you're in Mobe. I'm not sure. Mobe, a lot of people, once they hear Mobe, they're not, mm -hmm. they're not venturing to Mobe. The news there, mm -hmm. I'm not saying everywhere, but you're in yeah. a, a city that people are hesitant about. So you said transform. I don't know mm -hmm. what's your approach in community outreaching, trying to put, because they, they're charging the church now to put a damper on crime and, you know, do our part. So mm -hmm. family family you're big on family and family involves mm -hmm. other, other people including yeah. the ones we don't want to deal with so talk mm -hmm. about outreach and that kind of scenario well when we when we when we go into a community the first thing that we really want to to demonstrate is love we we believe i mean god is love we'll stop yeah and we believe that the love of god coming through you to touch the lives of those around you makes the big difference. When people understand that your love for them is genuine, you're not loving them because you want something from them. You're loving them because God loves them. And you start to share this love of God. Love is transforming. It in itself is a transforming force. Yeah, And when it is coming from God, it really brings transformation. And I'm talking about, I, I, I can think of one individual. When I met the individual, I was told that the individual was a lady of the night. Hmm. This lady now comes to church every Sunday. If, if, if nobody else doesn't come from the community, she's there. Okay. 
and, and her entire attire has changed. Her deportment has changed. Yeah. And and um when I see her now, you you couldn't know. You you would never know. <laughs> that is what I call transformation. Right. Yeah? Same like oh, she can get saved. A shot as you call it can put down the yes. gun and, and, and oh yes. Oh yes. And you know, let me tell you, I've prayed for young men and invited them to make a change in their life. Because you know, in the community, you know who is, you get a feeling of who is doing and who is not doing. And I've prayed for men, and they have just refused to change. And many of them have died by the gun. It's a choice. Life is a choice. And if people... I think if we can catch them earlier, and which is why we do the children and the teenagers, we have a thing called rock teens where we, we deal with the teenagers, yeah? Mm -hmm. So so we have a set of young men there now, and I'm thinking of a community that we are closely associated with, where we not only had the kids club, but we now have them growing up, and they are now 18 and 19 and 20. When you go in the community, these now, we try to reach them on a night as an adult. And we go in every Wednesday evening and we have one-on-one -on -one talks with them. We meet them on the pathways to, to their homes. Because, you know, in those communities, you have a main walkway, a main channel, right? The cars, like one car can drive down there. But when the two cars meet, you have to really side up. You understand? And we go in there and we talk to the young men, young ladies. We just talk to the people. We love on the people and we share the word of God with them. And then we also invite them if they would come and fellowship at the church. Some do, some don't, but they will, they will be blessed and receive from you when you do your care package um, events. They will always come for that. And whether they come to the church or not, we still give them the care package. Mm -hmm. But our basic um, intent is to love them for Jesus' sake. Yeah? Okay. That's, um, that's what it is. Giving your project a plug now, what would you say are your most urgent needs? I know the church um, help, but what would make the greatest difference in helping your organization to get better at what it does? Well, you know, <laughs> the, the ability to do things is always, and that costs money, is always limited by your, the, 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 your available funding. And I do know that the government spends a lot of money um, in other organizations and, and fund many programs that don't have a spiritual basis, yeah? Um, I believe that if the government would take a serious look at the church and just stop asking the church, do better man, reach people, cause peace. If they came to the churches and said, okay, let's help you with your program, yeah? Let's give to you um, some funding that you can do more of what you're doing, yeah? Because when it comes to um, having our interactions with the community, as I've said to you,
as you said, these things cost money. It costs money to run our summer program. It costs money to do our, our Christmas program. And it costs to do our general programs that we do every week. I think if, if, if the government really is serious about the churches, that they, would, they should also look at, okay, what can we do for the church? Can we set up a system where, like they would give to another organization and give donations to the church, which enables the church to do the work that they have been called to do? So sum you up, because we, we hear the call. The church can help in this. So don't ask the church to help and not willing to help the church to offer that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. it. Um, before I wrap up, I've been talking about your church project and stuff, but who is Pastor Keen? Pastor Keen, I'm a medical doctor by profession. Um, I gave up my medical practice 30 odd years ago and went into ministry. And I've been doing ministry with this church ever since. That's 33 years now. Okay. Um, I'm married. And I have three girls, and I have um, two, three, four grandchildren. Yeah? And um, one of my daughters lives overseas with her husband. They are both Jamaicans, but they're living overseas and have one son. And two of my daughters live in Jamaica here. One of them is in ministry with us. She has two children. The other one is in construction, and and she has one son. And they live with us. We live in a, a home together, that family. The other families are established otherwise. And that's who we are. Yeah. So but, when pastor is not engaged in projects, and how, 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 how do you relax? What, what are some of your... Fun. I know it's not just about preaching outreach. What's downtime for you? I love plants. And if you came to my house, you would see greenhouses all over the place. Um, I love animals. I love pets, sorry. I am into fishes. I have tanks with fishes. Um, I, at one time, I had um, peacocks and budge, budges. Um, in cages and just um, birds and fishes and dogs. I've just had a good time living with nature and the, the pets that nature um, has or that people would keep in their homes, you know. Right now I'm down to fishes and the plants simply because of where I live. Um, but I've been with birds. I've had big bird cages and sell birds and all that kind of stuff simply because they multiply and you can't keep them all. So I would go to some of the pet stores and they would take a couple of birds from me. But that's what I do for relaxation. I water the garden every day or every other day. It takes me two hours to do that. So I have much time just ad ad admiring nature and, and just relax in my mind yeah yeah that's that's what i do other than okay thank and, you so much unless you have any last thoughts you want to share well i i want to thank you for um for having 
me on the program, Cecilia. And um, I really want to make one statement that I believe that the crime and violence that we are experiencing can actually be addressed through the gospel of Jesus Christ. I must say this, and maybe I should have said it earlier. I'm also the chairman for the Peace Management Initiative West, right? Where peace is what we look about. So I believe strongly that we can change communities through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as long as we have enough persons who are willing and love Jesus enough to just give of themselves and of their time to visiting communities, talking to people, we could make a big impact in the matter of crime and violence. Any, any community, whether it's Kingston or otherwise, but we are in Montego Bay and our hope and plan is that we are going to make a difference both in the workplace and in the communities because I encourage all of my people, I say wherever you work, that's a place for you to be a witness. Yes? Amen. And wherever you live, that's a place for you to be a witness. And through that, we could change one life at a time. It will make a difference. Thank you ever so much for having me on your program. And I trust that what we have shared will be a blessing to those who hear it. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.